Vera Payne. Dating is a concept that's been around since the dawn of humanity. Dating as we know it today has evolved into a complex culture all its own, with certain sets of rules and behaviors that have almost become second nature to most daters. These rules have developed over time as people have realized what works and what doesn't work in terms of creating successful relationships. Joining me to explain how dating has changed and the current dating trend is dating coach, matchmaker, and author Judith Gottesman. Thanks for joining me, Judith. Thank you so much for having me. So dating has always changed over time. As of right now, what is the dating trends? Well, you know, COVID has definitely affected dating and people are kind of getting tired of being isolated and alone. And so I think more than ever, people are really looking for love and wanting to get back out there dating. And what's changed is there's a lot less, you know, fewer parties and big events going on still. And so I think a lot more people are having to find themselves on online dating when maybe they weren't as much before. There's always these terms coming up. And the most recent term that I saw was hesitating, which is a Mm -hmm. really cute little like combo word, but it's not cute in itself. Could you explain what it is? Yeah, it's a takeoff on hesitating, of course. So, you know, people are, uh, I guess, maybe more hesitant to jump into relationships. And so they're taking their time and they're hesitating before they get right into something with someone. And actually, as a dating coach and a matchmaker, I always advise people don't jump into relationships. Sometimes people jump into bed with people and then they think they're automatically in a relationship. And so I recommend people take it a little slower, get to know each other. And with COVID safety, people are kind of naturally being slower, you know, usually to get into a relationship because maybe they're doing outdoor dates, they're taking walks, or they're meeting in an outdoor cafe. And so that in itself kind of slows down things physically, usually. And and maybe they're, for safety reasons as well, they're wanting to just, you know, meet several different people and before they decide who they're going to be in a relationship with. That seems like things that I did when you know, I was really dating in my 20s. You just kind of date multiple people. You don't have to sleep with them, but it's kind of like testing the waters a little bit. My thing is, I don't understand why people have to coin these weird words together. (laughs) (laughs) Is is there something about that? I, I see an awful lot of, I don't know, the media is very interested in these cute slang and jargon for dating, all kinds of little terms out there. I think people have enough trouble dating. I don't think they now need to learn all these new terms that are just kind of cutesy. I think really they should focus. I have in my book, The Lost Art of Dating. You know, it's really a, a how-to because people have sort of lost the art of dating and it really helps people just figure out what you need to do get, to get out there. And I don't think you actually really need to know the terms to, because they're changing all the time. They're just, I think that, you know, they're just made up. They're not anything real anyway. So do you think dating is harder because of COVID, like going through the pandemic? We've been locked in for two years. Did dating become harder now? The idea of meeting people as easily just like I said, through, you know, whether it's a social event or like a party, whether it's a fundraising event or even volunteering, like let's say, because I recommend people meet people through taking classes or volunteering in your community or maybe 
being involved, if you're religious in a house of worship, it's a lot harder to meet people when so many things are happening by Zoom, <laughs> whatever. Um, so many events either aren't happening at all still, or they're not they're not in person. And so you're less likely to just meet somebody by chance that way who shares your common interest and your values and your lifestyle, which is what I always recommend. And so online dating has become quite popular for already years, but now it during COVID, it kind of became the main way for me to, for meeting people, you know, and that's really changed things. Now things are starting to open back up. People are starting to get back out there. Events are starting to happen, but you know, holiday time and all of that, still a lot of people aren't doing big things, even at home when they would normally have friends and other guests you know, I don't know, Easter's coming up, Passover's coming up, different holidays. And it used to be that you could, you know, maybe meet somebody that way. And you really do have to focus on ways to meet people now that you didn't have to before. And that's true. I've noticed that for the past two years, my circle of friends have gotten smaller and smaller and more inclusive. And I find myself wondering, how can I find someone to date when I didn't realize until recently, I relied so heavily on my friends and their circles that weren't that kind of overlapped my own. Um, now that my circle has gotten smaller, I don't go out as much. And like you said, the Zoom stuff, that's that's so weird. What can you do to put yourself out there and still feel kind of safe? Yeah, so I, I think you can still reach out to your extended, you know, group, whether it's you know, texting them or emailing them or a phone call and just asking them if they know anybody for you. I think there's nothing wrong with asking people and they don't have to be people you've seen during the pandemic. And, you know, I would say spend some time researching different dating apps and, you know, sign up for more than one that, you know, is in alignment with your values or your interests. So, you know, there's religious sites, there's hobby sites, there's ones targeting specific ages different locations, things like that. And I think also open up your geography and be willing to meet people, certainly outside of your neighborhood, but even outside of your city or county. Expanding your geography for online dating really helps open up the pool of possibilities for you. And that's kind of true. I remember I dated this one guy and I met him in downtown Chicago, but he lived like towards Wisconsin. We kind of made it work. I mean, you don't realize that, you know, there's people everywhere who's kind of looking out for a date. Yeah. And, you know, actually, as, as a matchmaker, and I actually talk about that in my book, Your Soulmate Awaits, you know, love is important to people it's important to, and it takes effort. And most of my matches that I've made for my clients have started out long distance. And they didn't stay that way long because when they fall in love and they feel that person could be something serious one of them moved for the other, or sometimes they even just have two homes. They go back and forth together. So people find ways of making it work and, and don't let geography stop you. Well, Judith, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate you being here. For those listening, where can they find out more about you and your book? Sure. So they can go to soulmatesunlimited.com. And I appreciate you having me. This has been the Mason Vera Payne Show. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to hear more? Head to WGNRadio.com for exclusive content by Mason. Also, follow Mason on Facebook and Twitter at Mason Vera Payne. That's all one word. And don't forget to share the show with your friends.